We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you are a fake president of the United States of America and you're a horrible president, like we have with Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., the entire world knows how you got there. Everyone knows, no one's being fooled that Joe Biden's in charge, that he knows what's going on. The whole world knows that he spends 40% of his time on vacation or going to his multiple homes, even though he's middle-class Joe, and that he's being instructed and told what to do by his handlers, Obama, Soros, etc., Everyone knows the game, even if it's a nod, nod, wink, wink. And when you're a fake president and you are a crook and you are an idiot and you're lazy, even world leaders will troll you. Now, nothing against the Dominican Republic. I'm Puerto Rican. They're our neighbors. I love Dominicans. I love the culture. I love the people. One of the most fun places to visit is the DR. But we can't say that they are a juggernaut on the world stage. And yet this little island nation, which shares its island with Haiti, their their presidents thought, hey, (laughs) Joe Biden's a lazy beach bum. I can make fun of him 
on the world stage. And that's exactly what he did. Mr. President, we look forward to welcoming you soon to the Dominican Republic at the next, at the next Summit of the Americas in 2025, where we will continue to develop the bonds of prosperity, security, and democracy that bind us together. And that summit will be in Punta Cana, so you have time to be on the beach. We will have the meeting in Punta Cana, and you can have plenty of time on the beach. Nod, nod, wink, wink, straighten your face, Joe Biden. We know that you're a lazy-ass beach bum. And I just made fun of you on the world stage. And Joe Biden gives him a little, I see what you did there. Lack of respect. Can you imagine someone doing that to Trump? Absolutely ridiculous. Not only is he a fake president, he is a crook. And impeachment with this Speaker of the House, with these sets of facts being investigated by the impeachment inquiry and the oversight committee, it looks like, according to Speaker Johnson, it's getting closer and closer. Speaker, can I uh, get a timeline from you on, on your thoughts about impeachment? Uh, Chairman Comer has suggested that his investigation is winding down. Do you feel right now that there is enough evidence to move on articles of impeachment? And how quickly could we see that process play out? And if you've already decided that you're heading towards articles of impeachment, or is there more that you need to see? So <clears throat> many of you know my background. I'm a constitutional law attorney. I, I, I believe this is a very serious matter. I, I was called upon to serve on the impeachment defense team in the House twice under President Trump when the Democrats used it for raw partisan political purposes. And I decried that at each uh, step of the way. The reason is because the impeachment power that we have in the Constitution, in the House specifically, next to a declaration of war, you could argue it's the most, it's the heaviest power that we have, and it cannot be wielded for political purposes. So I have been very consistent, uh, intellectually consistent in this, and, 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 uh, and persistent that we have to follow due process, and we have to follow the law. That means following our obligation under the Constitution and, and doing appropriate investigations in the right way, at the right pace, so that the evidence comes in and we follow the evidence where it leads. We follow the truth where it leads. So as we stand here today, I'm not predetermined that, but I do believe that very soon we are coming to a point of decision on it. Very soon we're coming to a decision on it because they have followed a process, a process that has not been rushed. We're in the impeachment inquiry phase, as you know, which is an important step in that due process. And what you're seeing right now, although a lot of American people are anxious about this, many you know, Republicans across the country are anxious to get to the end point on this, and I think some Democrats want to know how it ends as well. What you're seeing right now is a deliberate constitutional process that was envisioned by the founders, the framers of the Constitution. This is how they envisioned this to go, not the way the Democrats did it, snap impeachments, sham impeachments, and all the rest. So I, I, know, that, um, I know that people are, are anxious about it, but I will say uh, Chairman Comer, Chairman Jordan and Judiciary, uh, Chairman Smith and Ways and Means, they've done an extraordinary job, very methodically, and I, I would say outside the scope of politics. They've been taking in the evidence as it goes. So we're going to follow the evidence where it leads, and we'll see. And I, I'm not going to predetermine it this morning. Mr. Speaker. Mr. Scott, Mr. Speaker. Not predetermined. Let's see where the evidence leads. Now, I'm going to come at you with a conspiracy theory, and then I'm going to show you some evidence. Let's start with 2016. 2016, the Democrats rig the primaries against Bernie Sanders to get their anointed and preferred candidate. The, the Democrats, it's totally obvious they don't get to pick 
who their representative is. As corrupt as the RNC and the DNC are, the DNC is still leagues more corrupt than the RNC. So they rig it against Bernie Sanders in, in 2016, also again in 2020. But let's go back to 2016. They think that they've got the election won. President Trump is polling well, but he's an unknown. An outsider is not going to be president of the United States. This is just not going to happen. Plus, they were rigging, just like they did for Obama in 2008, even though that probably wasn't necessary. So many people were excited to vote for a black man. They forgot the policies. I can't even tell you how many conservative white people I know that because of white guilt or whatever, they're like, well, I'm voting for Obama. I want to tell my kids I voted for a black man. Ridiculous. Even though the guy was a damn socialist, Marxist, and or an unknown. I felt like, at the time, like a lone prophet in the wilderness. I felt like the only sane person in, in my office. Because, like, you know, generally I don't want to talk politics. But I talk politics, I'd be like, yeah, Obama, the guy's like a Marxist. I mean, look at this Reverend Wright, and we don't know anything about him, and he's got a shady past, and why, you know, just all these things, right? And they're like, no, I'm voting for Obama. Do you understand? How could you not vote for the black guy? I'm like, because he's a Marxist. So I think Obama would have won 2008, 2009 anyway. I'm not sure he won 2012. But let's go back to 2016. President Trump, they don't think that he's going to win it. They do some rigging, but it's not enough to see the election because President Trump came in with so many more votes than they thought he would. Also, if you recall and go back to 2016, there were a few states where they couldn't call it yet. They Kind of similar to what we saw in 2020. They just couldn't call it. They stopped it. They said, oh, and then all of a sudden they called it for Trump. And Trump wins. Well, they were trying to see the elections electronically in those few states. But some people on the inside, you can call them white hats. You can call them military intelligence. I don't know exactly who they were. Seems like they were actually in the military. But they they thwarted this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust? Or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So President Trump comes in and they try to do everything to decimate him. They lie, they spy, Russia gate, uh, the 25th Amendment. Sham impeachment one, sham impeachment two, all these other things. President Trump prevails, is focused, and is the best president of the modern era. And he is starting to convince a lot of people that maybe we need to drain the swamp. Maybe we need to get rid of this permanent class of politicians in D.C. So they learned from 2016, no, there's no way we can allow this to happen. We've been monkeying around with these viruses. It's time to unleash it. And we have this Agenda uh, 20. Let's just go with the, uh, uh, this Agenda 20. I modified it. Oh, my goodness. This thing is half-baked, but that's okay. We will fear people. We'll get people to fear. Oh, we'll change the rules. We won't just have this pandemic where sick people are quarantined. We'll make it so that in a nonsensical, crazy way, everyone has to be quarantined. We'll create fear in everyone. And then we will use this to steal the election, not just electronically, 
but through mail-in ballots and, and flooding the ballot box with fake ballots. There's no way we're letting this outsider, Donald Trump, who's working for the people and not one of us, prevail. Oh, and by the way, uh, in 2020, we're not having Bernie Sanders. We're going to screw him over again. We're going to go for Kamala Harris. Uh-oh, we misread the room. People absolutely cannot stand Heels Up Harris. She is absolutely repulsive. They don't like her at all. We'll put her as vice president. That way, when we decide that we're done with Joe Biden, we have a person in there and um, it is what it is. That was 2020. Then, because of that pandemic, because of that bioweapon virus, it was half-baked. It wasn't as deadly as they wanted to. They fear they fear monger. A lot of people bought into it. They got the jab. That was the real bioweapon. But, and this is just a this is just tinfoil hat stuff. This is just nuttery, folks. I'm just making this crap up. There's no evidence of anything I'm telling you right now actually being legit. It was all a co-winky-dink that they that there was a pandemic in 2020, that people were living in fear and they were able to steal the election because people weren't paying attention. And how that happened, oh, they just said, oh, we're going to mail ballots out to everybody. Every ballot counts. Every vote counts. We'll break the law. We'll, we'll make new laws. We'll make new rules. But that's okay because we're in a pandemic. And when people are scared, we can do whatever we want. But is that going to fly in 2024? Are people going to be scared again of another pandemic? Can't be a virus. Maybe it's got to be something more deadly. I don't know. Like anthrax? There was a planned terrorist attack this week that was not real, but it was designed to avoid real panic and terror later. Our new State House correspondent Sarah Donaldson was there. Tell me what you saw. That's right, Karen. So public safety, EMS, and health agencies from across the state came together this week to participate in a three-day biological terrorist attack simulation. So it started north of Columbus, and that was just mostly central Ohio agencies, and that's what I had the chance to observe. And it went through Thursday, and by that point, all of Ohio's counties were involved. Hmm. A biological terrorist attack. Well, how could that happen? I mean, the FBI is totally watching out for America. So is Department of Homeland Security. So are all the law enforcement agencies. I mean, after all, they are rounding up grandmas who are outside the Capitol on January 6th, right? Oh, wait a minute. We have a porous border and we don't know who's coming in. And when they do get here, we give them plane tickets without ID to fly all across the United States. As a matter of fact, if you go to the Tucson airport, most of the people flying out of there right now are illegal aliens flying throughout the entire United States. Is it possible that maybe one of these could be a part of a terror cell or could later be recruited to be a terrorist Are already a terrorist or perhaps just perhaps, hey, this is just tinfoil hat stuff, guys. Perhaps they were allowed in because the CIA Deep State, FBI, and other treasonous traitors, rat bastards within our government know exactly who they are, where they're going, what they're up to, and that's exactly what they want. Because, wow, if you can't get people in fear over just a regular virus anymore, because that fear-mongering has run its course, how about fear of a biological terrorist attack that could happen at any time in any place without any warning? So you might want to stay home and vote by mail 
or by phone or by something else. Of course, there's no evidence of this. Good afternoon. Just Hello, landed in Tucson. This whole waiting room right here. All the way. On all sides. Illegals that have just come through. Non-stop guys. Non-stop. Joe Biden, Mayorkas. This whole waiting room right here. Illegals heading to Dallas and then to every part of the country. Way to go, Open Borders Democrats. It's coming everywhere. Unbelievable. And just got to the next gate here. This is all going to Atlanta. Same thing. Vast majority. Vast majority. Illegals coming to your neighborhood. What's crazy to me is you and I have to have documents. We have to be vetted. But guys, this is the worst. I mean, so I, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say this. The worst I've seen it. Uh, this is the worst I've seen it in Tucson. If you think about it, you and I have to have proper documentation. We have to have our ID, our passport when we come through. But if you're illegal, you just make up whatever name you want, make up whatever store you want, and you get let in. And what are you going to do once you're let in and you're here and you can go wherever you want with your fake name, fake alias, no tracking? Especially, let's say, if you're a jihadist. If you're a death to America and death to Israel and death to the West kind of guy or gal. Do you think you might be here with ill intent? Do you think that ill intent could lead to, I don't know, mass casualties, mass events, terrorist activities that will... Get people scared to come out of their homes and let them steal the election again. Let's see, we're in November of 2023. The elections are in November of 2024. That's a whole year away. What could possibly happen within the next year? Let me play you a clip of the Joe Rogan podcast in which she had Tim Kennedy, a special forces veteran who knows all about this. And you don't have to be an expert like him to understand what's really going on. Once people are here and they cross over, there's not a real screening process in terms of like who's a criminal, what what your history is in your country of origin. Yeah, you want to get a weird Google thing. Google how many known people on the terror watch list have made it across. And uh, it'll scare the crap out of you. So Department of Homeland Security... And uh, the FBI, you know, we have this, these gigantic lists of people that are on terror watch lists, criminal watch lists. And the number of those that we have captured at the border, of, obviously, is just going to be a drop in a bucket of those that have made it across. And, um, you know, it is in light of what just happened in Israel, where, you know, they flew paragliders over borders, over walls, and they, they crashed through walls, and then they were able to kill 1,400 people in one day. And then you look at the number, and that was that was 1,000 insurgents total. Um, and then you look at the number of people that have been coming over the border for the past three years that we know are radicalized, that we know are on watch lists. Um, it is, uh, it, it is, it should scare the pants, like to scare the, scare you to death the position that we're at. We're going to have a real bad year. We're going to have a really bad year because this is an election year. Let's go back to 2020. 
in 2019, the end of 2019, the year prior to the election of 2020, what happened? We started to hear about outbreaks of a coronavirus, of COVID in China. Then the beginning of 2020, hospitalizations, lockdowns, mass panic in China. And then we started to hear about things in Europe. I was in Spain and in Italy the very beginning of 2020. Those were two hotspots that immediately, Barcelona, which I was at, and then Northern Italy, I was in Rome. Soon as come, within weeks of us coming home, those places were shut down. And the world was watching what was happening with this virus and they were scared. But it was happening over there when they started having incidences of COVID in the West, for instance, in Spain and Italy and other parts of Europe. That's when panic set in and they were able to control people. Is it possible that in 2024, we are getting prepared in 2023 with Hamas attacks in Israel? Look, there's tons of signs that the U.S. and Israel knew that something was up with Hamas, yet they were able to sneak in with paragliders and one of the most secure uh, patrolled places and do mass casualties. Well, that would get people scared, right? And you can control them when they're scared. And we see all of these pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist organized by many foreign factions within the United States on our campuses and other places. Is it really a far stretch for people to say death to America and death to Israel and, and, and chant all these things in protests? And I'm for all for free speech. But is it possible that on top of that, we could also have someone act out on their death to America threats? They're actively working on it right now. As a matter of fact, the government knows who these people are, some of them, where they're at. And they're not really doing anything about it. They're just keeping tabs on them while they're arresting domestic terrorists for protesting on the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah. Department of Homeland Security and the FBI yesterday, they talked about a bunch of known terrorist cells that are currently not operating. They are operating, but they're, they are looking for opportunities, targets of opportunity to conduct terrorist activities here in the United States. The Department of, Homeland, or, uh, Department of State just re- released an entire worldwide warning to all Americans traveling abroad saying that it is dangerous for any American to be traveling anywhere in the world right now with the amount of terrorist cells that have now been activated. And for my brothers and sisters who I love and cherish so much that are not in the United States, but you're in the West, you're in Germany, you're in the UK, you're in Europe, you're in Australia, New Zealand, Canada. And don't be upset if I didn't mention your country. There's a likelihood that those things could happen in your country at the same time or before we even have a terrorist attack here to prepare the mind of Americans. So they can see the election again in 2024. This is just tinfoil hat stuff. People don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just a man with a microphone. That's all I am. But that sure would be convenient, wouldn't it? 
Now, this takes a lot of money and resources because you just can't do this in the United States. you got to coordinate this, throughout, coordinate this throughout the world. Oh, there's people doing that. There's people who are supporting these efforts. Two of them come to mind. One just uh, got indicted, uh, got found guilty of seven charges. That's Sam Bankman-Fried. But what about the big mastermind criminal who's been getting away with sowing seeds of discontent, sowing seeds of division, of strife? Of course, I'm talking about George Soros. And Elon Musk knows what's up with George Soros. Let's go back to another day in the last few days on the Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, Soros actually, you know, he is, I believe, the top contributor to the Democratic Party. Um, the second one was uh, Sam, Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, As of today, Thursday, uh, they may be laughing, but Sam Bankman-Fried isn't. Breaking news tonight here on Top Story. Sam Bankman-Fried guilty on all seven counts of fraud and conspiracy. The 31-year-old was accused of mismanaging customer funds, stored his crypto exchange, FTX, to enrich himself and his family. We're talking about potentially $10 billion in losses. What a freaking lightweight. He should have taken a lesson from George Soros. And, and Soros, I don't know. I mean, he had a very difficult upbringing. Um, and uh, I, in my opinion, he fundamentally hates humanity. That's my opinion. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, he's doing things that erode the fabric of civilization. You know, uh, getting DAs elected who refuse to prosecute crime. That's part of the problem in San Francisco. NLA and much other cities. So why would you do that? Was it humanity or is it just the United States as a whole? I mean, I mean he's pushing things places? in other countries too. He's not doing just the here. same thing? Yeah. Now, George at this point is pretty old. I mean, he's not, uh, you know, he's basically a bit senile at this point. But I mean, he, he, he and, and he's, he, he's, a, he's very smart. Um, and he's very good at arbitrage. You know, famously, he uh, shorted the British pound. That's sort of how I, uh, I think he made his first uh, money, was shorting the pound. Um, so he's, he's good at spotting, uh, basically, arbitrage, like spotting value for money that other people don't see. So uh, one of the things he noticed was that, in, it, it, that, that the value for money in local races is much higher than it is in national races. The lowest value for money is a presidential race. Then next lowest value for money is a Senate race, then a Congress. And then, but once you get to sort of city and state district attorneys, um, the value for money is extremely good. And uh, Soros realized that you don't actually need to change the laws. You just need to change how they're enforced. If nobody chooses to enforce the law or the laws are differentially enforced, it's like changing the laws. If they don't enforce the laws... It's like changing the laws. So if no one enforces all of these mail-in ballots and changes to security and to the safety of our elections, and you own not just district attorneys, but also attorneys general and secretaries of state, then they don't enforce the law and it's like changing the law. And there you therefore you can steal the election under a pretense of fear, whether it's a virus, a pandemic, or coming terrorist attacks, 
and then once again change the rules so that every vote counts, but your secretaries of state and your DAs aren't going to do anything about it. And hey, you're probably going to get shanked and shot anyway on your way to complain because of all of the dangerous criminals out there that aren't being uh, asked to post bail or being let out right away. And by the way, you can't protect yourself because we have onerous, unconstitutional gun laws. But hell, what do I know? I'm just a conspiracy theorist. But I'll have more ideas for you tomorrow as well. Make sure you check back. We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. 